Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. This is Daniel. Hey, it's Danielle. Hey there. Welcome to February. Wild. It's crazy. This year's going. Um, so if you're new to the podcast, this is the time when we get to sit down and, and talk about this week's sermon. And we go through just a couple of points. You know, we we tell back to one another and then we... We talk about what we're thinking about it, what it's it's kind of shined a light in our current lives and how we can apply it, some questions that are coming up in our minds. And we just kind of invite you into this conversation that we have and encourage you to have conversations with others about it. It's, uh, it's really fascinating how two people listening to the same sermon mm-hmm. can really walk away with with different points of emphasis and focus because mm-hmm. we're all walking our path. We all have our story. We all have something that we brought in with us that Sunday or that Wednesday. And we're all hearing things through our lenses and filters. And it's really great to have conversations with people because it, it kind of takes you outside of yourself and it helps you hear where, where other people's are, people are at. So anyway, so talk to people. So pastors, um, words of the year are courageous and contagious. And pastor Steve, uh, shared this last Sunday. And if you haven't listened to it yet, I would encourage you, um, otherwise what I'm going to say won't make much sense because of the trademarks against these fantastic opportunities of athletic achievement on certain Sundays uh, throughout the year. Um, anyway, his, his title for this sermon was, You Gotta Catch That. And if you're a Lions fan, you know what that means. And uh, hopefully it doesn't hurt anymore. But it'll be all right. So you gotta catch that. And he played off of um, Pastor's last couple of sermons where he was talking about um, how God calls and he sends. And Steve took that the, the next logical step is you, you got to catch the call. Mm-hmm. You have to catch what God is calling you to and and run with it. And in order to do that, he had a couple of points. Is you got to have faith. Kind of faith that God's calling you. You have to have faith to step out in your calling. Um, you have to have open hands. When you are so overtaken and consumed by the cares of this world, you will have a very difficult time receiving what God has called you to because your focus is on the here, the now, the 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 bills, the the issues, the problems, um, and we all have those, and and that's that's part of being a human. But 
taking time to look up, to, to listen for what God is calling you to, that's what helps to catch what God is calling you to. Then you have to have focus. Like any good football player, you have to have, you got to be paying attention to the ball that's coming towards you. And as a follower of Christ, we are all going to have a calling. Um, there's the general callings of making disciples, but then there's specific callings on how we get to partner with Christ in a specific way. You know, God has intentionally knit everybody together. You know, Scripture says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are put together with a, a set of characteristics, a set of a personality, gifts, and and it's to to find your place in God's tapestry of establishing His kingdom. And um, I have a unique calling on my life. Danielle has a unique calling on her life. My kids, you, you have a, a calling. Uh, that you are designed and destined to fulfill because of how God has knit you together. And then it's timing. You got to be ready. Um, I think we, we talked uh, a couple weeks ago about um, if we tried to walk out 20 years ago, what we were to start walking out today how much of a mess it would be because we weren't we weren't ready then but the timing needs to be right and so just the big picture of this this sermon is you got to catch it um god's calling is there uh, first his calling is to repentance to, to turn from sin and to follow Christ. But then beyond that, there's a calling to respond to how to participate in God's dream of establishing his kingdom here on earth. Good. There you go. So that's the narration. That's just what, what my takeaways were. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? Um, a couple of things. I, I liked towards the end, he said, I'm not talking about if you missed your calling in the past or if you mm -hmm. missed a pass. He's like, I'm talking about like today. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like we could look at Jonah in the <laughs> Old Testament and he like, didn't just like miss his calling he bolted from ran it. from it, yeah and so so i think but then he god kept giving him opportunities to come back to it and yes i think we're talking about calling like big picture like what you're called to do with your life like the overall thing but i think there's also calling i kind of think of it as like with a uppercase c and a lowercase c. yeah that's like, good there's calling for like our everydayness of who we are to be of what kind of person we are to be of what kind of choices we are to make and he you know might be calling you tomorrow to when you stop and get coffee 
go over and talk to that person. Yeah. And build the kingdom of God in their lives. And he might be calling you to, you know, you're driving home and you feel like, wait, you need to go to the grocery store. That's a mile out of the way instead. And for whatever reason, God has somebody there. So like that you need to talk to. So I think there's like calling like that, responding to the calls of the moment. And then there's calling for our life. Like the big, like you are called to be a teacher, a plumber, a pastor. I don't know why elephant trainer came into my head. <laughs> um, a scuba diver, a chef, an electrician, like whatever you're called. That like, That's a calling as far as like that kind of way, like the way that you every day build the kingdom of God with our work. Kind of mm-hmm. like that sort of calling. But then there's also like the calling in our choices. And then, of course, the calling to follow Jesus and to keep following Jesus. Um, so that I loved. I loved so much that he, um, we had an analogy the whole time to to remind us, to keep reminding us. We got to catch it. We can't miss that pass. Um because there's consequences much larger. I mean, and if we're from Detroit area, uh, we're familiar with the consequences of missing passes. <laughs> yep. But yet there's also consequences for our own life. And I don't mean that in like a condemning kind of way, but in a the Lord has good plans for us way. And there's people connected to that. Yeah, that's good. And I really liked when he talked about Jesus asking us questions. Yeah. Because Jesus asked a rich ruler a question. And I actually talk about this with my friends a lot. That in our culture, we... If we ask one another questions, it's seen of as uh, an, an attack, especially, essentially. You don't trust me. It's like a challenge. You don't trust me. You don't think I've thought through this. You don't. I'm challenging your authority. No. If we love one another, like, why not challenge the assumptions that we have? It's good. Um, and that's what Jesus did. So that's what I was thinking about. Nice. So, what are some questions that either Pastor Stephen brought up? Or that you um, pondering? I, th- I think like it's just kind of tied to related to the questions. Mm-hmm. Thinking that like what are maybe some assumptions that I have, or ways that I see the Lord, or see calling that Jesus could ask me a question about, so that I can catch it better. Good. It's interesting imagining Jesus asking me a question about I mean, really anything. You know, why is that in your hand? So that, you know, why is that your focus? Why is that taking the majority of your day? Mm-hmm. You know, where's your attention? Where's your attention? I've, That's a great question. Yeah. 
I don't know if I've ever really thought about Jesus questioning me. But hmm. not like... And not, not, not like an aggressive way, but yeah. hey, what's... Uh, like a friend, you know, just sitting there. Like a heart check. Yeah, a heart check. Yeah, wellness check. Because he's good. Mm-hmm. And his goodness drives those questions. His, his holiness. Um, because his questions are never rooted in pride right. and in condemnation. Right. They're always rooted in love and like an invitation to enter deeper into a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's never to separate. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But that's yeah. how our culture views yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you said before, you know, oh, you're questioning me. You don't trust me. But it's, oh, you're questioning me because you love me. You're mm-hmm. questioning because you want me to examine myself. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Well, you just asked this question. I can't stop thinking about it. You said, where's my attention? So the thing is, mm, each one of us has an idea of what we think the good life is. Like, whether we know it or not. There's some idea in our minds of what it means to live it up, to live the good life. Sure. And that might be to have a job that I don't have to work hard at and make money so that I can fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And like whatever <laughs> your brain just fills in the blank. Or it could be the good life is... I just want to get married or it could be, I just want to quit working Yeah. or it could be uh, attention from a certain person. And whether we know it or not, we orient ourselves towards that thing and work towards that thing. We aim our lives at it and that's what we attend to, whether we examine it or not. And so that this connects with calling and we got to catch it because if we aren't oriented towards thinking that building the kingdom of God is what the good life is, you know, what are we oriented at? And if we're, if we just think in our brains, oh yes, I follow Jesus, I'm a Christian, so I'll witness if... I have a track and it doesn't feel scary. (laughs) Um, But yet we're really aimed at, I guess, like building the American dream or pursuing attention from a different person. Our eyes aren't going to be on the ball. We're not Mm going to be able to catch it. So I guess it's an invitation to examine our own selves, our own hearts, and see what we think is the way, like what the good life is for us. It's kind of shifting that lowercase g, good life, to that uppercase g, Mm -hmm. pursuing his good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's good, babe. Thanks. Let's pray. God, we thank you 
that you are calling us. And even when we miss it, your call still comes out. You are still calling. You are still pursuing. You are still chasing after us. You call us your beloved. Help us to respond to the call. First of the call to become followers of you, followers of Christ, accepting him as our, our Lord, our Savior, recognizing him as being born of a virgin, living a sinless life, dying on a cross, rising again, reigning eternally, responding to that, then responding to your call to to partner with you in growing your kingdom, to partnering you with reaching others for you. Lord, we trust you. Thank you that you are good. Your plans are good. We thank you for this week. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.